You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, I go back into the archives back about five to six years ago, and I grabbed an episode that had lower downloads, and I want to bring it up. Back in the day, (laughs) I'm sure some of you know this, uh, maybe not so much Gen Z, but back in the day, we would call this a rerun. So when you were watching a show that would come out, let's say Seinfeld, for example, that was on NBC, I think it was Thursdays at seven o'clock, and there would be a new episode every Thursday at seven o'clock for the season. But once in a while, they would repeat an older episode, they'd call it a rerun. And so this is kind of like a rerun, but what's fun about this is it's a, a rerun of an episode that that doesn't have many downloads to it. Just didn't do well when I put it out, which probably has to do with the title. And so for many of you, probably about 98% of you, you're going to listen to this for the very first time. And I think you're really going to enjoy it because I have an interview here with an, an old friend of mine, Amber. And Amber, she used to teach women how to tap into their femininity and and be more sexually empowered. Now I think she teaches women about how to make money. I haven't caught up with her for a long time, but I do remember this interview. And it was really, really powerful. We actually go through a whole process where she is able to explain to us what turns her on and what turns on women during a date and how to break the touch barrier and how to create that sort of vibe when you're on a date. And I know a lot of guys ask me about this and they're very curious about how to do that. And this was just one of those episodes that didn't get the love at the time of of release. And that's why I'm, I'm presenting it to you here. So I'm very excited. Why don't we just get to it? This is my conversation with Amber, how to turn a woman on during a date. This is a fun one. Hope you enjoy. Hello, Miss Amber. How are you? I'm good, Trip. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm excited to to talk to you today on the podcast. I think we have some really exciting stuff to to share with the guys and and for the guys out there who probably have not heard of you because you only work with women. Maybe tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into what you do and your specific title and, and all that good stuff so we know who we're learning from today. Yeah, absolutely. So I consider myself a sensuality and sexuality coach for women. And it's based very much in sacred sexuality, my studies in Tantra and Taoism, and really just stemming from my own personal journey through my whole life with healing the relationship with my sexuality and eventually just implementing all the things that I've learned. And through that journey, opening myself up to working with women and supporting them and connecting back to their deeply erotic nature as women. So that's basically how I got into it. And I'm definitely open to understanding the perspective of men coming into the relationship with sexuality. Yeah, absolutely. We were talking about this earlier. You know, guys, she is trying to really tap into understand what some of the male desires are, or I should say, even the frustrations or the things that guys want to learn around sex. So, 
you know, she's not someone who coaches guys right now, but she wants to in the future. But what we've decided to do here is that if you have a question, a burning question regarding sex, sexuality, even tapping into your masculine power and what it means to be a man, I want to offer this opportunity for you to email Amber and ask one question. So this is how it's going to go. Amber, you're going to give your email address and guys, you get to email her and ask one question. Just put in the subject line question and then ask the question in the body so so she can learn more about you and, and try to answer it. How does that sound, Amber? Sounds good. So my email is Amber Leitz, and that's A-M-B-E-R-L-E-I-T-Z at sacredglow.com. And that's S-A-C-R-E-D-G-L-O-W.com. So if you email me, like Tripp said, I'll be happy to answer your questions and see how I can support you. Awesome. So cool. So cool. So I think today what we wanted to talk about, what you and I were talking about before the the call was this idea of what turns on a woman sexually before the first time you're having sex and specifically what happens on a first date. Now, you know, we were talking with mm-hmm. guys, the way we got inspired by this, you know, cause we we're thinking about, well, she works with women. So what, what could she be teaching guys? Well, I think one of the best things that she could teach is how to understand more of the female perspective and what turns a woman on. And so, Amber, you can share your story. She told me this story about this really bad date with this guy who, you know, kind of did everything wrong. Unless you tell me, maybe there were some things he did do right so we can learn from things he did well and things he didn't do well. But this is your own personal experience that happened with this guy. I think it'd be cool to share that so we can understand more about what was going on inside your mind as a woman who's very in touch with, with her emotions and her sexuality. So you want to talk about that a bit? Yeah. And I don't want to say that he did anything necessarily wrong. It was just a series of choices that I hadn't really experienced before being on a date with a man and that I wasn't exactly expecting from him. So this was someone that I kind of knew. He was more of an acquaintance, someone that I was just kind of in my circle a couple of times a year. And he finally asked me out. So he came to see me and we spent probably about four to five hours together. And the first kind of weird situation for me in this experience was that when I told him what I do, usually when I share that I'm, you know, a sexuality coach with men, they get really interested. And I'll usually spend like at least an hour, if not more talking about like, you know, that because they're asking me a bunch of questions, they're really interested in it. And he didn't really seem that interested. He was just kind of like, oh, hmm. And then averted his gaze and like took a drink of his beer. And it was just, that was kind of like the first weird I guess, red flag, you could say. And I just kind of let it go, you know, because usually I feel like I'm able to explain some of the female perspective of what women want sexually, because men will ask me a lot of the times like, oh, what do women want sexually? Or, you know, how did you get into this? And then sharing some of my story, but I didn't really get a chance to lay down some of my boundaries with him or share why this was important to me and why I'm so passionate about it. You know what's funny? So then, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's like, no. isn't that like, it's so sad that that should be common sense. Like, it, it shouldn't matter what you do for a living. It's like, just yeah. to like nod and say, ah, and then take a sip. Yeah. It's like, it sounds, it's just sounds so rude. It's like, wow, what a simple thing this yeah. guy could have done just to have been like, to show any interest 
in what you do. And especially with what you do, I feel like it's, it's not what a lot of, you know, it's not a very normal day-to-day type of job. There's only very few of us coaches out there that teach stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it's easy for, especially for, uh, for you to maybe feel judged in that moment. That's, that's what I'm yeah. guessing. Like, is maybe you felt judged as like, mm-hmm. you know, you do something that's a little out there and the guy kind of nods and doesn't really respond well. It's like, uh, that maybe made you feel a little self-conscious. I don't know. I don't want to put words in your yeah. mouth, but is no. that, how are you feeling? I felt a little shamed. I felt a little slut shamed, not going to lie. And I mean, all he would have had to have say, like the thing that would have made me happy if he had said, like, just tell me more or tell me about that or, oh, that's so intriguing. Like, I I don't know what that is. Can you tell me more about it? That would have been an appropriate to me response that keeps the conversation flowing and keeps me interested. And I'm not saying that I just want to be the only one talking, but it definitely took me into a spiral of, oh my God, you know, am I too much to handle? Is my sexuality too much? Like all the things that I've been trying to heal myself and helping my women clients through, those were spiraling through my brain and thinking that I was judged, that he wasn't going to be able to handle it, that it wasn't even going to, that pretty much right then kind of started to set the date up where I was already starting to write him off and realize, okay, this isn't the kind of guy that is going to be able to meet my needs. And that is what I'm actually looking for because he already dismissed a big part of who I am, which is my passion of helping women. And, you know, my sexuality is my journey through life. So if he has zero interest in it and just says, huh, and then looks away, what are the chances that he's actually going to know how to touch my body or have an interest in touching my body or, you know, anything that comes with the sexuality realm? So, you know, I chose to stay through it. We had a nice conversation after that about what he does and and other things like that. And, you know, just the, the typical, I guess, first date conversation that wasn't super intriguing to me, but it was kind of like the typical small talk that you would normally consider. And then I was showing him around the area because he's into construction and, and doing houses and stuff. So I was telling him about some of the dilapidated houses around. And so passing my house, I had told him about my house and I brought him to my house real quick to show him something. And he was just standing next to me. And I bent down because I have a cat Mm -hmm. and I wasn't even making eye contact with this person. I wasn't even looking at him. We hadn't been talking for like probably 30 seconds. And like, I don't know where he just grabs me from the side and just starts kissing me. And it was just, it was an incredibly aggressive experience. And I rolled with it when I probably shouldn't have. And, you know, things escalated pretty quickly. And like in the blink of an eye, like he was naked in front of me. And I was just like, I basically had to scream, like, I don't want to have sex with you. And like, it took me into in that moment, a very high nervous system level, like fight, flight or freeze. Like I literally froze inside of my body. And I'm pretty much guessing that any man listening to this, you don't want that experience, that reaction from a woman when you're trying to be sexual or sensual with her. So that was just that was too much for me. And I immediately realized this guy is no, he's done. There's, there's no second chances. This is not happening. I, this is too far in for me to back up, say my boundaries and feel safe and feel like honored for not only my body, but what I do. So that was just a very alarming experience for me to go through. It was weird. Yeah, I could imagine. I mean, there's a time and place for that. You know, mm-hmm. There's time and place for that, you know, I don't know, masculine type of you mm-hmm. know, grab. Mm-hmm. And 
you were not ready for that in that moment. Maybe you can talk a little bit about why you weren't ready. I think it's even deeper beyond the fact that it came out of nowhere, you know. Yeah. But maybe you can talk more about about that. Like, why weren't you ready in that moment to do that with him? Yeah, that that's a really good question. And I feel like, for me, what really turns me on in regards to being with a man, like, the first time, like, not just sexually, but, you know, being on a first date with him is before you even try to penetrate my body, like penetrating me with your presence, like I can feel your, it's very much about the way a man looks at you and like the way he is just like looking into you, not in like a creepy way, but you can tell that he's present with you and you can feel his energy because he's just there with you and he's reading your body language and he's reading the cues and the signs that you are giving or not giving as a woman. So if I am, you know, very closed down in my body posture. I have my arms crossed over my chest and he's, you know, trying to make a move on me. That's not going to be a very good reaction on a woman's part. So if you're wanting to, you know, get with a woman in a specific way, turn her on, then you want to penetrate her with your presence, like stare at her in a way, like look into her eyes very intensely, but not in a creepy way, but being there fully inhabited in your own body and masculinity. So for me, if he had spent more time being more comfortable in his own body and his own presence and like sharing that with me and like, you know, being totally in himself, then I don't feel like it would have been so, it wouldn't have felt like such a violation for him to just come into my, my bodily and energy field. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Especially when you use the word violation, like, yeah. you know, as if like he wasn't allowed to do that. Like he wasn't, he wasn't even given the signs that he was, yeah. he was allowed to do that. It, it's interesting because one of my videos on my channel, it's called, uh, I forget, it's like, it's like a powerful attraction tip to make her want you. And I'll just give it away right now. It's, I uh, demonstrate what's called the look of desire. And mm. I think it's exactly what you just said right there. Yeah. You know, it's exactly what you just said. It's like you're looking at her. It's good eye contact. And it's not, it's not creepy. And the <laughs> way you make it not creepy is like you kind of squint your eyes subtly. And you kind of have a little bit of a smile. And I think that that's really nice because it shows that you're present with the girl, that you're listening, that you're there, that you're enjoying it. And mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's just a little bit less robotic than just looking into her eyes. Yeah, you know what I right. mean. Right. But yeah, and so you're saying he wasn't really doing that. You didn't really feel that from him. No, and if it would have been a, like more of a sultry look and a look of desire, like when I am with a man who turns me on, that's like what you're describing. That look of desire, that's what's always there, and that wasn't there with him. So it it really just, it didn't set up the right foundation for me to get turned on by him and actually feel like I want him to touch me. There was no energy of me saying to myself or thinking, I wish he would touch me. My body was just, I wouldn't say turned off because I am a pretty turned on woman, but it was just in a space of like, oh, I want to keep myself separate from this person. I don't want him coming anywhere near my body. I'm not asking him to touch me. I'm not inviting him. So I was deliberately after that point, just kind of like very, it was a very intense experience for me. So that look, being present with a woman and showing desire through your eyes, almost like a seductive gaze is super important, I think. And it really turns me on. Yeah, totally. And I, it's, I mean, that's why we're talking to you about this in the podcast. So you're already 
a super turned on woman. And what does that mean? That means that she's very in touch with her, uh, with her body and with her emotions and the connection between them. And so just to hear about a guy that can turn you off, you know, like really pull that switch down. It's like, it's like now we're really learning the the big mistakes here of like what what guys are doing, you know, that's really interesting. So I'm actually very curious. How did he, did he just strip off all of his clothes? He just got naked and like out of nowhere. And you're like, what the fuck? When he first kissed me, this is my mistake. Like I just rolled with it instead of saying, Hey, like, Whoa, I'm not feeling this because I was, I was curious to see if maybe it would change. You know, I'm in a, it was an exploration for me. The whole date was an exploration. I wanted to see, you know, if this could turn into something more attractive. I knew that there was an initial kind of more of like a mysterious attraction because I didn't know him very well, but it was like a flirtation that happened over years. And so we ended up in my bedroom. He was getting super aggressive with me, but we only made out, I would say for like three minutes. And like, I don't even know what happened in my mindset, but like, I just turned around after he got up and he was taking his clothes off and I was just like in shock. So it, it happened very fast. Like this whole from me standing there in my kitchen to him kissing me, taking me into my room, you know, making out with me for like a couple of minutes. This all happened within like five minutes. And that is just, it turned me off beyond anything. And not only that, but it felt like a violation, which is like not something that you want to do to a woman is like make her feel violated in any way. But I mean, obviously women have to be more careful about their boundaries and sexual expectations beforehand. But this was just, this is so fast that I was in shock, basically. It affected me on a pretty deep level, but it was just, it was crazy to me that he thought that that was, I've never been in that situation where someone just went from like zero to 60 like that, you know? I mean, I know the intensity of like sexual desire, but come on now, let's have some teasing, some seducing, some sensual touch. Like you don't have to be naked in five minutes, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. I think that is one of the key words I'm, I'm hearing from you is, is fast. And, you know, mm-hmm. guys, if you haven't been listening to any of my podcasts where I talk about this a lot, is like going slow is, and like you said, Amber, teasing is one of the best ways mm-hmm. to turn a woman on. They get turned on a little bit slower than guys do. Guys can be ready mm-hmm. a little bit faster and, and women need that buildup. And I think that's the opposite of what he was doing. You know, he, he went mm-hmm. very fast. And not that I want to turn this into like a penthouse forum, but I would like you to actually give us an idea. Like, I want you to walk me through, if you're comfortable, talking about mm-hmm. what you said to me in the past. Like, it is very rare for you to sleep with a guy on the first date. It takes you a, a while mm-hmm. to, to really connect with him. But let's just go through this idea, this concept that this is something that would turn you on enough to actually have sex with him on a first date? Like what would a guy need to mm-hmm. do? What would need to happen? Like if you can play that out for us, I think, I think guys are really curious about that. Cause they'd, they'd like to know, you know, what is the ultimate way to turn a, one, a woman on and, and open her up? Maybe you can give us yeah. an idea of what that date feels like, looks like, sounds like, you know, all that stuff to just hypothetically put yourself in a position where you're like, wow, yeah, I want this guy right now. Yeah, absolutely. So good. <laughs> I'm looking forward to see what I'm going to say. But I think that it yeah, would have started like it. just kind of going from the space where you're in a space where you can actually start to explore like you're alone, you know. So if I was alone with a man and starting with him, you know, really giving me that like desirous look, like connecting with me during conversation and looking into my eyes, kind of like 
you know, playful teasing, like I can tell like he's interested, you know, there's that energy present. And well, I'm very into like playfulness. So when a man can like playfully touch me, and there's a difference between someone just like, you know, grabbing me and just being kind of like playfully like stroking my arm. I mean, a woman's technically the sex organ, like where women actually start sex is in our minds, you know, our brain is where our desire stems from, but we have our whole body is our largest organ, our skin. So for a woman, her whole body is orgasmic erogenous zone. So when someone, and especially as a woman who's very tuned into my sensuality, when someone touches me, it can feel incredibly orgasmic as long as it's welcome. So if this man that I'm with builds it up enough, you know, the playfulness, the conversation that's different, that's intriguing. And, you know, maybe he says some comments to me that let me know that he's interested so that I can start to feel safe and I can unfold. And preferably having a conversation with this person already about sexuality, like part of the turn on for me is actually talking about sexuality. So steering the conversation that direction, maybe him asking me like, you know, what turns you on? And taking that route, like being able to speak about what turns us on and that energy starts to build. And then, you know, I feel safe when I'm able to access my own turn on, especially through conversation with someone. And I can also start to weave my boundaries in there if I have some like, oh, you know, this is something I like that I require if a man is going to be with me and he can understand that and, you know, potentially meet that need, assuming he wants to. And being able to kind of start building that desire, feeling the energies moving between two people. And as a woman, I feel like I have I'm very in touch with a, a seductive energy inside of myself. So I like to play with that energy through the way that I'm moving or the way that I'm breathing to kind of use that as a way to turn him on. So it's like this dance of the presence and the life force between us. So him being the presence and me being the life force. So like playing with that and then, you know, the playful touch. And if he was, you know, for me, when I'm ready for someone to touch me, they'll pretty much know because I'll be looking at them and opening myself deeper, breathing really calmly. If a woman is not mirroring your state of body language, like if you feel like you're very open as a man and you're, you're confident and you're feeling good in your body, at least in that moment, she's going to mirror that. And if she is closed down, if I ever close down, then it, it takes some opening. So a man who's able to be totally present and like, start touching me in a very slow way, like, I'm trying to think of the first contact would be just like stroking my arm or, you know, moving in for a kiss, for instance, like, my neck is one of my favorite erogenous sounds. So someone who like puts their hand behind my hair and like kind of strokes through it and is like looking into my eyes. And then just very gentle kissing, like nothing turns me off more than a man just cramming his tongue down my throat and just like, that's not going to turn me on. So something that's very slow and sensual, like really reading the energy of the moment is so important if you want to turn a woman on. Like, how is she breathing? How is she standing? How is she moving? What sounds is she making? How does she look? And for me, everything kind of just slows down and becomes more embodied I'm able to tap into like my own pleasure and turn on. So when someone can ride those waves with me and he's reading my body and he's touching me in very slow ways. And then, you know, as my energy builds, because I have an energy that builds really quickly, given that I do a lot of practices like that, you know, reading the energy is so important. So for me, a man who will start to kind of get a little more dominant in a good way when he knows that it's so spending some time just seducing my body 
like really touching me, kissing me slowly, maybe the neck moving hands. Like I love one of my favorite spots to be touched is like the side of my hips. I think it's like the nerves that are there. It goes all the way down to my toes. So when a man like, you know, caresses a woman's hips or her thighs and is just rubbing up her back and not necessarily just going for like immediate clitoral stimulation or nipple stimulation, which is also what that guy did. He went straight for those two zones and it just turned me off more than anything because it's, there was no buildup. There was no arousal. There was no teasing or seduction. It was almost like he didn't want to enjoy my body. And for me, I need a man who can, and I think a lot of women are craving this. They want a man who is kind of like worshiping their body with devotion. And women should do the same thing for men as well. But it's like slowing down and being sensual, like sensuality can be a huge turn on when a man uses that as a tool to seduce a woman awake in every single cell of her body. And the more turned on and connected a woman is in her whole body, you're actually raising her orgasmic potential. So when you do move into, you know, penetrating her, having sex with her, it's more likely that she'll be able to experience orgasms or feeling more pleasure and not close down during sex. So after, you know, starting to pick up an intensity and touching my whole body, just moving into like, how deep do you want me to go into this? I guess. (laughs) Keep going. Okay. All right. So if it was getting, you know, super turned on, then I feel like for me, what would be good is to say, you know, how far do you want to go with this? Like, I'm really turned on by you, like not in a super unsexy way, but saying I'm really turned on by you. I would like to do things to you and just like seeing where that energy goes. And for me in that moment, let's just play with this. I would say, yes, I want to keep going. Like, let's do this play into this energy and then moving into like you know removing clothes and going very slowly like for me slowness like we can all little more and seduce each other because it's going to make the whole experience so much more pleasurable like it's not just about the race to orgasm or ejaculation or you know, whatever the, the goal is, but really taking your time to touch a woman's body and hear the way she's responding and building up that energy. So yeah, really taking your time with a woman's body and reading her energy, her arousal levels are incredibly important. So a really good thing that to know about a woman's arousal level is that it does take longer for women to, to get super turned on. And when it comes to foreplay, for me, the most ideal situation would be someone who is using hands, mouth, tongue, everything. And there's just a lot of passion and, you know, maybe some of that dominant roughness coming in, you know, a lot of manhandling and just kind of like in a very loving kind of way with respect to her body. And for me, I love when a man takes a little bit of control and just wants to ravage my body. So, you know, moving into oral sex and, you know, playing with each other's bodies for a longer period of time, like really building up the arousal until basically, for me, I want to be so wet and so aroused that I am begging this person to penetrate me, to come inside of me. So that's really like the extent of it is just doing this long, slow seduction, this build of energy with starting out slow and then 
getting into the passionate energy and a little bit of that male masculine dominance so that I can fully surrender into the pleasure and being able to like, you know, play with each other's bodies in whatever way feels good, you know, totally turned on and asking for it, like clawing a man to come inside of me. So that is super ideal to wait until a woman is really wet and really open and she's asking you to give it to her. Like that's what I would say is a huge turn on. Yeah. Especially when you get to that point where she's wanting it from you. Yeah. That's safe to say that you've, uh, you've gone the right direction, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Yeah. That's cool. Wow. Very powerful stuff. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, of course. Thank you for sharing that. I I think there are a lot of women who might be afraid or who aren't as in touch with their, with their sexuality as you to be able to share kind of what that process is like, you know, and, and I, Mm -hmm. and I hope the guys that are listening are really understanding, you know, what this now is looking like from a woman's perspective. You know, a guy might Mm -hmm. say something really different in terms of what turns him on. I don't think Mm -hmm. a guy would necessarily say exactly what you said, you know, being done to him. Mm -hmm. It might be a little bit different, which makes us understand that men and women are, are a little bit different in that case. Although I will say that any buildup is good for both men and women. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It makes the whole experience just more sensual, but it also builds up the pleasure instead of it just being some quick release. It's like your whole body is flooded with the pleasure and the hormones that come with that too, which makes it even more potentially a whole body experience and deeper for connection too. And when there's a connection, like a woman also has to feel connected emotionally and intellectually, which is why it's really good for a man to be present through the way he's looking at her and the way he's reading her body and the way he's responding to the things that she's saying so that she feels like she's being seen and witnessed and heard because that's going to help her open up even more to him, especially sexually. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. That's great. So is there anything else you think that we that we missed in there in terms of, you know, I, I like that you were saying a lot of stuff in terms of physically what turns a woman on. Is there anything in terms of that intellectual connection that you were saying or that emotional connection? Like, what about that helps a woman get turned on? Maybe speak a little bit more towards that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, in regards to like the intellectual thing, women, our desire really does start in the brain. There's nothing like that was part of what I struggled with when I was on this date with this guy was there wasn't as much intellectual connection because the conversation didn't flow so easily. And he didn't seem like he was, I mean, I knew he was interested in me, but there's a difference between being interested almost for the sake of like, can I get this girl's clothes off and being super interested in what she's saying and being present with her and like actually being excited when you're speaking with her, like, Oh, that's so cool. You know, like stuff like that. But when you can connect with someone on that mind level and share almost the building of desire that starts in the brain, because I think for women, it's very much, we kind of, get into this energy and I don't know if it's some kind of hormonal chemical reaction that takes place in the brain but when she's attracted to man you know it it almost becomes like this space where she can start to feel safe in her body her nervous system will start to calm and she'll actually feel like okay this man values what I'm saying he's listening to me he's being present with me 
So that means that he's going to value other parts of me, which include my body and my sexuality. And the reason that women have to feel connected, especially in heart space, I mean, this is something that isn't too, it's not going to be as strong on like a first date as it would be, you know, as several dates when you've had many opportunities to connect with intimacy and sexuality and getting to know each other. So this is women basically just have to know that a man is, is there with her in that moment. And he's not like on a cell phone or looking away from her, but she can tell that he's emotionally in tune with himself. And if she expresses any kinds of emotions of any sort, when she's, you know, sharing parts of her story or who she is, that he's responding to those. And I guess we would consider an appropriate way, not like coddling her, but you can tell that he's open hearted is really what it is. Like how playful and open hearted a man is, is going to draw that out in the feminine because that's really where the connection starts as a woman feeling like she can open her heart to this person and that he's sharing vulnerably, like trying to build intimacy as much as possible in a conversation is really helpful. But in regards to the, you know, intellectual, it's really about having good conversation and feeling as though both parties can connect on an emotional level with open hearts. And that will help a woman like melt in your hands. Yeah. Understanding her and empathizing with her and, and like you said, sharing that maybe sharing that vulnerability with her, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and I mean, damn, which is, you know, it's all primal. It's just going back to that mm-hmm. human and human connection. It's like, the whole, I think the whole reason why, you know, I say stuff like, you know, you want to be your best self and, and you don't want to put on a, a, a show and you really want to be as authentic as possible is because when you're not authentic, people, they're thinking, well, I'm not really having a human connection right now because mm-hmm. I'm with someone who's not being who they really are and they're putting on some front and so it just feels fake so it's like what, what's the point you know it's just like it's more robotic than anything so that's why being able to you know share your emotions with with somebody and 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 be in that vulnerable state can really help that connection because they really feel like they're present with someone and and really sharing actually sharing a moment with someone than just being with someone who's putting on a show you know Right. And that's also part of like the feminine qualities that women crave in a man is how in in integrity he is with himself, how authentic is he being, how aligned is he being, and potentially even like just the leadership of himself, you know, how much of a leader is he, how much integrity does he align with with himself. And women are so intuitive, especially a woman who's really embodied in herself and her own, you know, practices and her own growth and development, she will be able to intuitively feel when a man is acting out of integrity. And that is in the feminine's mind in her brain, she instantly thinks, okay, this man is not in alignment, he's not in integrity. And this means that he can't meet my needs, I'm not safe. It's like a whole nervous system reaction. And she will basically start to close down and she will lose trust. So the biggest way to build trust, which is part of what builds connection and even, you know, arousal and attraction when you feel like you can trust someone is to be who you are and be your best self and share vulnerably and share that moment and be present in that moment with her. And that will just increase the attraction and the arousal and turn her on even more because that's really what women crave is a man who's aligned with himself. Wow. Miss Amber. I could not, mm. I could not have said it any better myself. That was 
that was perfect. That was perfect. I think now guys really understand what it means to make that connection, that sexual connection, and you know, a deep look at inside the female's brain in terms of what she's thinking during this whole process. So thank you again for sharing that with us. I, I think it's going to be very helpful for the guys out there because, you know, part of my job is to make guys understand women as much as possible because I feel like when you can understand women, then you can really learn what it takes to, to build attraction and, and be, mm -hmm. and be with, uh, with a woman that you want. So thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for being here. Thanks for just being totally real with us and, and sharing some of that stuff. And hopefully we can have, have you on again another time. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was my pleasure. All right.